You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Today we're talking about opportunities for young people to learn about paths to church work as part of our conversation in the Set Apart to Serve series. And today we head to Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. Our guest today, the Reverend Micah Glenn, Director of Recruitment for Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. Pastor Glenn, welcome to The Coffee Hour. Hey, good afternoon to you and to Sarah. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. We always enjoy our conversations with you and learning about opportunities at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. Before we talk about the opportunities specifically for high school students, let's talk about formation of church workers at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. What what does formation look like for pastors and deaconesses at Concordia Seminary? Yeah, no, that's a great question. And traditionally and most typically, pastors come through our residential programs and the kind of the one that is the most traditional would be our master divinity program. And so very typically it'll be a man who has earned a bachelor's degree or is close to earning a bachelor's degree will apply to the seminary. And the program is on average four years, which includes two years of coursework, a year of a vicarage, and then another year of of coursework upon completing their vicarage. And they graduate with the master divinity and they are eligible to receive a call pretty much anywhere in the church. Alongside that, we also have a residential alternate route program. And this is offered to to men who are at least the age of 35, who have spent about a decade in leadership in their congregation as an elder or who have been a DCE or a teacher. And instead of a four-year master divinity, they do two years of coursework with a deferred vicarage that very often converts into their first call. A lot of those guys opt to get a master of arts in theology. Yeah. And that's, that's a little less common just because the age requirements and then the time, I, even though there are guys that have the requirements to meet that they say, well, what's an extra year? I'll just do the master divinity anyway. And then for deaconesses, we have a residential deaconess program. That's kind of similar to the residential alternate route for guys, as in these women have earned a bachelor's degree. They'll come and get a master of arts in theology. No, sorry, a master of arts in spiritual care. So a theological master's degree, their deaconess certification, two years of coursework, a year of internship, and then they're certified for ministry. They receive their call. I think sometimes they have to write a thesis. And so they might graduate a year later or something like that, depending on how long it takes them to write a thesis. And I understand how writing goes sometimes. <laughs> I'm sure we all do. And those are the most traditional routes. We do have distance programs as in the specific ministry pastoral program, which is a little more nuanced to say the least. You can find out about that on our website. And we have the Ethnic Immigrant Institution of Theology. And CSL also has the Center for Hispanic Studies, which are distance programs kind of modeled after the S&P program. Again, a little more nuanced, but in our time, I don't know if to get into the nitty gritty of those, it's probably easiest just to either go online and look at what we have on our website or or reach out to us even for a conversation about those additional programs for certification. We also have an online deaconess program as well. So lots of options for people who are interested in pursuing a church work vocations, which is which is really awesome. A lot of different opportunities before they even get to that point of going to seminary. All of these young people, high schoolers who are maybe thinking of going into church work. What are some opportunities for them to learn about all of these career paths? 
Yeah, that's that's a great question. And so part of what I do throughout the academic year is I go around and visit high schools. There are a couple that have been on kind of my rotation that I've been visiting regularly and building relationships with. But uh, yeah, I'm always open to more requests. I can't promise that I'll be available, <laughs> especially on the dates. If you have particular dates in mind, that's usually a little more challenging. But if you just in general and you want to schedule somebody from the seminary representative to come to speak about church work to your school in general as a whole, yeah, email me at glennm at csl.edu. I'd be happy to hear from you. But also coming up this summer and every summer, we have a high school retreat called Vocatio, a week-long retreat. This year is from June 24th to July 1st. And uh, summer's following, it always kind of starts the last Friday of June going into the early part of July, making sure, you know, we don't overlap with important things like the 4th of July and things like that. Or the National Youth Gathering every few years because we want to be there and support those. But yeah, it's a week-long retreat where we bring high schoolers onto our campus to spend that time with us where the first couple of days are just bringing them on the campus, getting to know each other, bigger group this year. The dynamics get challenging with that many high school students all kind of in one space. But then on Sunday, we go and we worship together, do a little more team building as a group. And then we have our Concordia universities come for the first couple of days of Ocasio, allow their pre-seminary directors a to get some face time with the high school students to let them know what their Concordias have to offer, give them an opportunity to talk about their favorite theological topic for an hour or so, ask questions along with a big Concordia fair where they bring some swag, their best stuff to show off their individual Concordia, you know, come to this Concordia and get a pair of flip-flops or a bucket hat or something like that. <laughs> and then give them a, a little more extra time to then again, get into like the nitty gritties of financial aid and, and programmatic things at their individual Concordias and the surrounding areas. Then we, on Wednesday, we take a brief break from content. So the content is, is Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. And I invite a lot of different voices, faculty members come and give speeches on their favorite topic. This year I have Juliana Schultz and Brian Heller, both from the IC to come talk about the things that they do. So I like to give the high schoolers an opportunity to, hey, I mean, when you think of a pastor, you're, you're more likely thinking of parish ministry. And that's a deep need that we have in our church at the moment, especially for the up and coming generation. But there are other opportunities for somebody to do professional church work at different capacities. So I like to have different voices come uh, and, and see what they have to offer. And, and somebody like Juliana Schultz, you know, she leads youth lead. So that's something that they can be active in participating in now, but maybe they just haven't heard about it before. So I like to bring those types of things to the table. But on Wednesday, we take a moment, we go to a few summer camps in the city of St. Louis and the Vocatio participants lead a Bible study they lead a craft and they lead some games with the, the youth in those programs as a service project, which has been a very enriching and, and beautiful experience, both for them and for the, the summer campers. And to see how quickly the summer campers, you know, latch on to the, the Vocatio students and how much love and care the Vocatio students show the summer campers has been just wonderful. So we do that. And then more content, of course, Monday through Friday, we have chapel on campus. So we go to chapel with the rest of campus and pray and celebrate God's gift of word. And on Wednesday, the sacrament. And then after a very long and tiring week, 
they go back home and hopefully they feel enriched and at least a, a little seed has been planted in their mind of what church work could be and also what living on our campus and being a student can be like as well. So it's, it's a great week. This is my third year leading it and it's, it's just gets better and better every year. I, I love it every summer. It sounds like a, a very immersive experience for students to experience seminary life, worshiping together with the, the seminary community, and also meeting the faculty, learning from them so much during that time. Also a hands-on opportunity to serve in the community to, as you pointed out, leading a, a Bible study for a day camp or a VBS type setting, as well as service type projects, opportunities to serve in the community. And bonus, they also get to visit with Concordia Universities, learn about undergrad studies at Concordia Universities and what they need to do to in order to prepare for that. That might help them also prepare for the next step if they're thinking about Concordia Seminary. Yep. That's a lot packed into a week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's just kind of the, the style of life these days, right? Where, you know, you only get these moments with, especially with high school students. And that's something I've learned the last couple of years in my position. You get these moments. And so you got to try to have a deep impact as quickly as possible, but, but they're receptive to it. I did say, so, so one thing I try to do at the end of every Vilcatio is ask the participants, what could have been better, right? Cause it, something could always change. And uh, the first summer I had, it was shorter, even less days anyway. And they said, make it longer. Um, and they asked for two weeks and I said, well, I can't do two weeks, but, but one week I can make it three, three days longer. And so that's, that's kind of our sweet spot at the moment. What is some of the other feedback that you've gotten other than wanting more? <laughs> what is some of the, the feedback from the, the participants, especially last year with the longer format? Yeah. So they, they, they are very respectful and they've all had a deep appreciation for the content that's been provided. Uh, and so again, I, I did mention the, the different sectionals. So we have about three per day. It, which I could always add more, but then at what point does it become too much and does it become too much like school? Because we also have our some faculty members come and give the evening devotions as well. So it's it's not all just sectionals. But but what I did last year to kind of accommodate was I, I created more kind of free time because something I noticed in the first year is the ability and the desire for especially the older participants to have a little more agency and ownership in the programming. And so they will find younger participants and they will kind of mentor them along and encourage them throughout the week and tell them the things that they're thinking about. And what I found is that there are a couple little groups and they're even starting to begin their own cohorts to say, Hey, like I've already kind of thought about this Concordia. How great would it be if we went to this Concordia together and went to school together, then went to seminary after and so while I want to give them as much from the seminary as I can, as far as content and influence and things like that, by extending the week, I was able to give them a little more social time together. Because some of these students are coming from parts of the country where Lutheranism isn't as strong as it is in the Midwest. Maybe they go to a public school, a big public school, and they're the one kind of Christian kid or at least Lutheran kid a young person in their school and they, they can feel kind of lonely. And then they come to Vocatio and they get to experience not just the seminary, but other like-minded youth. And it's wonderful. And something that happened was they got to hear from some presenters at Vocatio, Reverend Dr. Jim Bonick presented on Set Apart to Serve. 
And then they went to the National Youth Gathering a few weeks later and got to see even more from a session there. And so it's just kind of building this different community amongst our young people in high school is what I've started to notice. And again, this is my third year of kind of running the show for us here at CSL. And so I'm still, of course, learning. But yeah, they're, they're always kind of saying, you, you know, some, some of the content was maybe a little repetitive. Maybe can we hear about this next time? And so even this summer leading up to it, before, re- or before people began to register, they would say, well, I have this youth, but they're interested in being a DCE. Will there be a DCE speaking? And so I made sure to have a DCE come and speak at, at Vocazio. So it's a lot of that type of feedback that I try to hear and listen to, because again, I would love for them all to be pastors and deaconesses and come become students at CSL because that's kind of my job, but also recognizing the, the, the reality that A, most of them, or not all of them at least, won't, they could become other church work professionals, DCEs, teachers. We need, we need the whole lot. So whatever we can do to partner with the rest of the church to make that aware I'm, I'm absolutely open to and willing to participate for, for Progazio. Yeah. How can people learn more and register for this opportunity this summer? Yeah. So right now, it's, it's interesting you say that because we have incre- experienced a, an absolute overwhelming and incredible experience. Our registration is actually almost full. Right. And we expanded it significantly this year. And so right now, I'm almost at the point of, of building a wait list. But don't be discouraged. If you go to www.csl.edu forward slash vocatio, it'll take you to the registration page and register anyway. Of course, I know it's a bummer to, to register and find out that you might be on the wait list. But, you know, people sometimes drop out. We might be able to work out some things and create some extra space. But yeah, Andy was emailing me last week to set up the thing. And that, when he first emailed me, we had a little more space, but over the weekend, we got a rush of registrations. And if you get waitlisted this year, I think that I'll do like an early round of registration for next year, because this is the first time we've ever had a waitlist and I'm, I don't know how to deal with it. So I'm, I'm doing this on the fly. And that if you end up getting waitlisted this year, I'll open an early round of registration for you next year to ensure that you get a space because I, I want as many young people to be able to attend as possible. And I, I would have thousands come if we could, but you can still register, submit your name, and then the wait list will, will shift on a first come first serve basis. But www.csl.edu forward slash vocatio is where the registration page is. Very good. June 24th through July 1st at Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. Our guest today, the Reverend Michael Glenn, Director of Recruitment for Concordia Seminary in St. Louis. Pastor Glenn, always a joy to talk with you. Thanks for being our guest. Absolutely. Good to see you both. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. You can find out more about Set Apart to Serve by visiting lcms.org slash SAS. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere. Anywhere.